In Hilchas Ish's Parakhov Gimel, the Ramam discusses various agreements that the husband and wife might come to regarding the monetary obligations that they have to each other. The Ramam begins by saying that if a woman made a condition with her husband that he would not get one or many or all of the schosim, that he would be zaycheh, the things that he would get from her when they get married, if he wrote it to her and she was still engaged before getting married, then there doesn't need to be a kinyan. If, however, it happened after marriage, then there has to be a kinyan. The Ramam continues to explain some examples of what might happen. If a person made a condition with his wife that she would be allowed to buy and sell her property and that her gifts would be valid, then that condition is valid. And the husband only eats the fruits of it as long as it's in her property. But when she sells it, he stops receiving the fruits from the property. The Ramam contains and says that if he made a condition with her that he won't eat the fruits of her property, he doesn't eat the fruits, but they might sell the fruits in order to buy with it other property, and then he eats the fruits of that property because he only made the condition for the first generation of profit. Obviously, if they made the condition for the second generation as well, then that would be valid, and, and then the third generation would be permitted for him unless they made a condition that all generations of profit would not go to him. The Ramam continues and says that if they made a condition that he, the husband would not inherit the wife, this would only work while she's engaged, but once she gets married, that condition would not be valid. The Ramam continues and says that if a husband spent money on the nixi malug that came with from his wife, whether he spent a lot of money and he only ate a little bit of the profit or the other way around, he does not get paid back for the amount of expenses that he put into it. And whatever he spent, he spent, and whatever he gained, he gained. And this all applies in a regular case of divorce, but if it was a case where the wife rebelled against the husband based on certain criteria, then the halachas would be different. See halacha yud for more details. The Ramam continues to talk about nedunya, and nedunya means property that the wife brings in or something from her estate that she brings into the marriage that the husband takes responsibility over and needs to return it to her in the event that he divorces her. And the Rambam says about this that there's many minhagas in different places about what they do. There's some places where when it comes to an adunya, they write an additional third or they write an extra percentage to the real value in order to make it sound bigger in the ksuba. And so therefore one has to be aware of these minhagim when it comes to this in order to make sure that the right amount is returned. The Ramam continues and says that when it comes to Nedunya, it's different than other monetary transactions that need a Kenyan. In the case of Nedunya, if two people are discussing, if the husband and wife are discussing, and they say, how much are you bringing in and how much are you bringing in, whatever they say and agree to is considered valid, and a Kenyan is not needed. This also applies to parents who are writing for their children, and this is assuming that it's the first marriage of those, of those children. But if it was a brother writing for a sibling... Or, or a woman writing for her daughter or other relatives or a father that was doing it for a son or daughter that was previously married and this is a second marriage, then the words themselves are not a Kenyan. They need to have a proper Kenyan. The Ramam continues and says that when a father decides to give in a dunya, then the dunya only goes to the marriage once they actually get married. If, however, something happens beforehand, then this property remains by the father and doesn't go to anyone else. The Ramam continues and says that if the father made up to give a certain amount of money in, as in a dunya, and then he traveled to another country and he's unable to be reached, then the wife could tell the husband that there's nothing I could do about it. I wasn't the one who made up to pay the money. The Ramam continues and says that if someone marries a woman and he made up with her, that he will feed and sustain and provide the necessary expenses for her daughter for X amount of years, then he has to honor that commitment as if it was a Kenyan. And this is assuming that this was done at the time of Kedushin.
The Rambam concludes that if this daughter gets married within the amount allotted, the amount of years that the father committed to, then her husband is the one who's required to pay for her expenses. And her stepfather also gives her money for food.